had you going there, didn't I? <sighs> Rolling tea. Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. We are so glad that you are with us here today. We ask that while you are getting started, before you start going about whatever it is you do while you listen to us ramble, random ramblings from the front porch, that you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, that you leave a favorable review, and maybe a five-star rating if you are so inclined, because we love you five stars, and we would appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. Oh, well, while you're doing that, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. We post to uh, stories as well. We try to make sure to put some questions in there from time to time. So we'd sure love to hear from you. Anything you want to add to our lives, either through answering questions or sending us some sort of message, you can definitely do that on Instagram, the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. Did I say that enough? Instagram? I, I, you, Instagram? you did promote Instagram pretty heavily <laughs> on there. Front Porch Sessions podcast? Yes. On Instagram? <laughs> okay. Yes. I think we've got that. Yeah, go ahead. That's a good thing. With that, it's a great way, too, for some people to be able to give us feedback yes. easily. Because this is kind of a two-way street. Uh, we do get to do all the talking, and you get to do the listening. But with the the things that we post or the questions we ask and the stories or something of that nature, uh, it allows a little bit of feedback from people for yes. us to uh, really make this a, a two-way street particularly for those that don't have other ways to contact us because we're stingy with that information. <laughs> so, and speaking of this stuff, I will tell you, because you have kind of gotten on to me uh, in some recent podcasts, I have tried to do better about looking at people's stories. Okay, mm -hmm. there's a handful. I'm just going to call them regular people. Yeah. Uh, so regular people versus celebrities. And I only follow a handful of celebrities, and celebrities may not actually be what you would define a celebrity. Mm -hmm. They're they're somewhat famous in my world, so they okay. may not be household names. World. Okay, they may not be household names, yes. but to a subset of us, they are important. I could start throwing out names, and you would look at me like I'm crazy. But other people that knew what I was talking about would know who those names are. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a handful of regular people that. And by handful, it's probably just one, maybe two, that I've regularly look at their stories. There's a handful of these alleged celebrities slash famous people that I would look at some of theirs. I've been trying to do better mm -hmm. because you've been giving me a hard time to click through people's stories, but I'm still uncomfortable doing so. Why is it too voyeuristic for you? Uh, it almost seems like I'm invading into their privacy. And yet... They and put it there for you to see. They put it there, but why don't they just go ahead and, and post it in the regular posting section? Is that called a feed on, on the gram? Maybe, I think so. But I think I do it, I think I post things to stories that maybe they don't wor uh, warrant a feed post, or maybe I feel like I've posted too much. Or like yesterday, I ended up posting a progression of a cake that I made to my personal Instagram okay. story. And basically, I mean, it was meant to be a joke. I mean, I did not give anybody like, first I put these ingredients in a bowl. I didn't do it like that, but kind of just to see the progression that led to a very happy husband. But you could do that in the regular, just, you know, like you can scroll because you can put up to 10 pictures in a post now. Yes, but... But to put the stickers and the other little okay. tchotchkes yep. to it, I've got to put that into a story. Wasn't he in Happy Days? No, that's Chachi. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but I I don't know. I just sort of like doing it for those sort of things. Okay. Well, I did think about that too, maybe yesterday, because I saw you doing something that was taking a while. And I wondered if that was part of it, why sometimes people use the stories, because it's easier to put some of those add-ins mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. I think the part that I question about it is the disappearing aspect. Okay. And I don't think it just completely disappears from the internet and you know <laughs> nobody has access that it's off everybody's service. Sure. Don't, don't be one of those people uh, that believes those lies. Um, <laughs> but maybe that's it because it's easier to add maybe the stickers, mm -hmm. the uh, animations, music, which I'm, I've got to dig into some of that too. I got questions, but not here. So maybe that makes sense, but I have deliberately tried this past week to look at more of those. Okay. 
it still makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Plus, it takes a lot more time than me just to scroll through and it's like, yeah, okay, 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 I've had enough. Because there are people I know that post, and maybe not regularly, um, but I don't see it until substantial time later that maybe it shows up in my Explorer for some reason. Okay. Just because if I haven't been able to to look and, uh, you know, I, I check Instagram a couple of times a day. Mm-hmm. But if it's a day that I'm not able to look at it till later in the evening or late afternoon, I'm not going to scroll through hundreds of posts. Do you to know get to about it. the tap and swipe? Tap and swipe. Uh huh. I mean, because you're talking about how stories take so long. Oh, yeah. I know how to do that, but it doesn't take long. Yeah. It takes too long for me. Nah. It takes too long for nope. me. Nope. But we did recently post a question about pie, and that had a lot of response. <laughs> that may be one of the. Uh, we I don't know. We could probably go back and look, but we may have had uh, some of the most responses to the, to that question about people's favorite pie. Well, who wouldn't post about pie? I mean, come on. Well, you know, a lot of people. Are you a pie or cake person? I'll take them both. I'm okay. equal opportunity. <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't I answer that question. Um, the question I just asked or no, the no. pie question? No, the pie question. Okay. Because, frankly, I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, I have quite mm. a few that I really like. Um, we make a, a, a like a brownie pie. A fu- I think it's called fudge pie. It's a fudge it's pie, a, yeah. It's a Southern Living pie recipe. Love it. And chocolate um, chip pie is pretty good. Love chocolate chip pie. Pecan love pie. Uh, you make a key lime pie for me. And I mean, there's I could sit here and start making names or, or listing names. You make a rustic apple pie. That is just, uh, I mean, and right. you're about to tell me that's not a pie, and I'm going to tell you, well, leave me alone. No, I, we're going to call it a pie. Okay. I mean, technically, it may be more of a galette, but oh, geez, I like the rustic apple pie idea from it better. Yeah. I, yeah, we, there's, there's a lot of pies that I like. So a favorite okay, would be so impossible answer. for me. No. Yeah. I don't really know if I have a favorite. I did answer our own poll you question did. and you did repost. I put Natchezosis meat pies. Yeah. Uh, because meat pies are great. And, yeah. You know, it's a pie. Any sort of hand pie. Yeah. I love those things. Yeah. They're, they're, cum- they're not cumbersome. They're time consuming. That's they, the word. To make. Yes. To make from scratch. Yes. And that's the best kind. You can get them at the grocery store, sure. but they taste fake. Okay, let's be honest about it. I haven't really found a good one. I think, you know, maybe 25 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, at my grandparents' house, they may have had some that were good, oh. or at least edible. Like grocery store already Yeah, made. from the grocery okay. store already made. But, okay. um, yeah, I grew up having these, we call them hand pies now. But, yeah, uh, and I don't think I ever called them that until I met you. I don't know what my family actually calls them, mm-hmm. but... They're often referred to as, at least nowadays, maybe it's just the hip thing to do. Um, It was interesting, too. One of the responses uh, from a former uh, student turned friend, uh, I don't, there may be some other things there, uh, put sweet potato pie. Uh And I believe we introduced her to sweet potato (laughs) pie. Uh, Is sweet potato pie appropriate for breakfast? Well, the both of you think so. I've never eaten it for oh, breakfast. Oh, you've not eaten it? No, thought, and I've okay. never eaten peanut butter pie for breakfast. No, but we do have some uh, former Student. students, I guess, yeah, who have done both. And I could see why, but I also think that especially the peanut butter pie is so sweet that that would be really hard for me. But, I mean, I used to eat Pop-Tarts and drink chase it with a Coke, so. Right, so <laughs> it's really know, no different. Yeah, it's kind of weird what we say is acceptable for breakfast yeah. and what and what isn't, but it's, you know, all loaded with sugar. I want to say, and we're not going to use any names, Courtney, but I do believe <laughs> that um, she had been at our house one evening and yeah. we had had some sort of pie. I don't remember if it was sweet potato or if it was peanut butter. And both of the recipes that we use make two. Right. So you have to make two at a time. Have to. Yeah. It's just a lot easier uh, to be able to do that. So either we sent half a pie with her or a whole pie, Mm -hmm. but she didn't tell her roommates. (laughs) And it may have been what was the half of the pie or whatever, Mm -hmm. because sometimes I'm stingy with those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she didn't tell them until like after she had eaten it all. Hit it in the back of the refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's good times right there. She still loves that story too, I think. And I it think is. her roommates give her a hard time about <laughs> they it do. too. They're like, what? What do you mean you had pie? <laughs> and they also thought because uh, sometimes I would do what I call Pie Day Friday. Mm-hmm. And I would just pick one of my classes and I would bring pie to class. Yep. And we would, uh, obviously pre-COVID situation, yeah. but we would, uh, we, meaning the students, would eat pie while mm-hmm. I would teach class. Yeah. And I looked out the, the door one day, the window in the door, and there's a couple of, of these gals out there, uh-huh. and they're just waiting. <laughs> like dogs thinking, at the back door yeah, waiting to be Thinking that in. I was going to give them pie. <laughs> and then they came in, like, we're here for pie. <laughs> After class, I said, you're not in this class. You don't get pie. No. And they were heartbroken. They thought I was joking. I'm like, no, this isn't for you. Hit the road, Jack. So there you go. Good memories. There you go. Good times. Well, they probably didn't think it was a good memory, but it was good stuff. They may not have, but <laughs> it was definitely a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, I am still trying. I'll try to do a little bit better at checking out the stories. Okay. I forgot that. that's why we were talking about pie. <laughs> that is <laughs> how so we distracted. got to that. Yes. Welcome to the, welcome to the front porch. This go. is how it... How it goes. So, uh, word on the street is you have a question. I do. Christy's question. I do. And uh, it is sort of a two-parter. Um, and I and I think I'm going to ask it in a two-part, assuming that I know the first answer so that you will answer a second question, okay? Okay. I'm so confused by that, but we'll go. Are you going to ask me questions back to back or ask me a question, I answer it, ask me a question? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Okay, so I confused you on your confusing no, me. Okay, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> do you think you're hard on yourself? Yes. Okay, so that was the first question, and so I presumed I knew that that well, would be a yes. Not you can't backtrack. <laughs> actually, now. I was going to ask what your what what are you hard on yourself for? I'm like literally touching him. Like don't 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 back up. <laughs> uh, I like things to go right. Yeah, um, I and, feel like that. And I don't know that sold that right there. I don't know that I'm hard on myself. But other people would believe I'm hard on myself. I have I have certain standards, and if I don't meet those standards, I'm very disappointed, and I can be hard on myself. A lot of times it has to do with uh, cooking or yes. different projects. Yes. Uh, if things don't go like they're supposed to, particularly if it is something that I have done, I don't want to be exaggerate and say a million times, but if I've done regularly, yeah. and you know, anytime you do something regularly, uh, you know, even if a hundred times, 99 of them is going to be perfect. There's going to be one that's sure. not, I can't <laughs> handle that one. That's not, even though intellectually, you know, Oh, I know it's going to happen. I know. And I've, I've got a decent example that I can tell in a second. Okay. Uh, what about you? Are you hard on yourself? And yes. If so, whatever the second part of the question was, what is it? What is it? Um, I would say that it is largely thinking of things that I shouldn't have said. Like okay. I walk away from conversations and I ruminate about them. Do you Costanza the conversations? I wish I could. Okay. So in, <laughs> that's, in, that's giving him a lot of credit from Seinfeld, but okay. uh, I, I'm not <laughs> that uh, socially coordinated to back up and say, well, to think about what you should yeah. have said and get back yes. into that. Well, it yes. didn't really work out yeah, for yeah. him either. So. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I am the person that worries about it. And I shared last week the story of me ending, ending up emailing a student like because I became overly aggressive with the hello, like making sure he responded. And right. um, so it's that sort of stuff. And okay. and like I told you last week, uh, he was incredibly generous with that's fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> but it, those are things I'm really hard on myself about because I guess I feel like there should come a point to where. I'm not quite so conversationally awkward, and yet here we are. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> I did think about you some this past week as I walked by students, <laughs> and uh, I tried to say hello to everybody uh-huh. I, I pass, mm-hmm. uh, or at least give them a head nod. Uh, most of them were, st- uh, most of the students that I passed this past week uh, were staring down at their phones, uh-huh. but I paid attention to see who had earbuds or not. Uh, some of them did, some of them didn't. I think. All but one of them did respond oh. with a hello, but I was paying attention to, to the one. And so I chased down the one that didn't respond. And I'm like, look, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. Okay. I wish those things didn't bother me too, because I know that that is really, I probably overdo it in my head later on. Like that was really embarrassing. I should apologize. And my guess is nine times out of 10, if I can use your idea there, 
they probably thought nothing else of it. I think that's correct. I think what would be interesting, and if you're a porchy, go ahead and shoot us a some sort of communication <laughs> to let us know, do you tend to be hard on yourself and, mm-hmm. and in white ways? Cause I think a lot of times maybe we're harder on ourselves than other people are. Yeah. I, I like things to go away. I do have a level. I don't think I'm a perfectionist, but there are certain things I have a level of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I also have an intense fear of failure for some reason. Which is bizarre because you were it's not raised very, in that kind of a household. No, it's very, it's very bizarre. I think because I just want things to go right. Yeah. And that could, you know, cause some issues if it doesn't, because I know what I'm doing. I know how to do it and I miss something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss this little detail that could have made everything go right. I think that's why I get hung up. So Mm. I may not be super hard on myself, uh, but there are situations where other people have been involved in that and they didn't think so much about it. I don't know what you're laughing about, but I probably about the pie incident. Yeah. So yeah. a good number of years ago, we, I made a pie, mm-hmm. and I am correct here. <laughs> the The ladies were wrong, um, but it, I think it was a chocolate chip pie. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there was too much chocolate, and there was too many <laughs> chocolate chips, and it made the pie hard, and it wasn't good. So I took one bite of it, testing, and I threw the pie away. The entire pie. Yes, and you and your mother were there in disbelief, but it wasn't good. We still bring it and up. And it was going, you know, as it sat and as it was in the refrigerator, it was going to become uh, to where you couldn't eat it. It was going to be too hard, and it, it was just too much, so I, I threw it away. I was willing to try. I was willing to break a so. tooth for that pie. But, oh, no. yeah, that's that's kind of one of our funniest, most memorable things. Um, what what oftentimes I worry about, because I think there's a there's a level of acceptability to being awkward in these things, like you have these higher expectations. But when it gets to the point to where maybe you've missed the mark and and you're disappointed or upset about it, what I don't want to see happening with either one of us and certainly with our kids is that it ruins your day. Because there are times that that happens that you're like, okay, snap out of it. It could (laughs) because, (laughs) well, it's kind of like you thinking back through the conversation that you had and wishing you had not said something or that you had said something else. I replayed these things over and over in my head going through about this is what I could have done. This was the problem. This is how I should have known it. Yeah. And I could fix it. Yeah. So. Should we talk about crawfish? Well, if you you want to, we recently made crawfish, and it didn't turn out to my standards. It was fine. That's all I would give you. It was fine. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. It was fine. There were some issues with the cooker. Yeah. Uh, And there's actually more issues that I am going to I'm going to have to try to fix or just throw it away. We've got plenty of, of propane <laughs> Don't cookers. cry for us. We have plenty. <laughs> yeah. Um because it was taking forever for things to get going. Yeah. And and this is something I want to talk about a little bit later. Okay. But there were some issues uh with that uh that it wasn't heating up properly to get to the right temperature yeah. to be able to come to a full boil. And uh it ended up that we were about two hours behind. Luckily, nobody was coming over, but we were about two hours behind where I planned on eating. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that just the time frame of yeah. it, it threw the rest of the night off. So there were other things that I wanted to do that weren't able to happen. Yeah. Um, the kids you know, finished eating and we sent them to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a culmination of different things. Yeah. Yeah. Know, with that. But you were pretty discouraged for I would say those at least those two hours that it was just not going right and then of course uh, immediately thereafter as you're sampling and oh this isn't what I wanted it to be or how I wanted it to turn out you're pretty discouraged and again these are things that I think we oftentimes take for granted that 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 does have an effect on everyone around you because like it I'm, does. I'm not a crawfish expert, so I'm eat. I'm gonna eat like a handful, if even that. I think I ate four yesterday, not because well, they were only good. It's I've, just not my thing. It's too much trouble. No, it's not too much trouble, <laughs> and I probably ate four plus pounds. So you're four. <laughs> Um, but you know, also so with obviously that, good was good enough. Well, not really. I was disappointed the whole time. I'm like, but I can't waste it. I had these shipped well, now, in. This is the other side of you. These were shipped in just for this occasion. You throwing away that pie right. is still monumental because you're so cheap that I can't believe you didn't say, well, we're just going to have to plow. But I it. don't know that if the, at that time I was in that mindset. Oh, okay. So it's you kind of been since then. then. Yes. That 
we we have it we're going to use it uh, but with the crawfish thing, it, there were some things that I probably should have recognized early on. Gotcha. I don't know that it would have changed the outcome, mm-hmm. but I might have been able uh, to fix that. And, you know, there I think there are some issues with that particular cooking room. Yeah. And now we so, know. yeah, now I know uh, the last time that was used, I let somebody borrow it. Oh. So I don't know if they did something yeah. or if it's just because it hasn't been used for a while. So there's a couple of things I need to do. Or I may just throw it away and put together a new one. Yeah. Because I've got several still in the box. Do you box. say you've got like two in the box that like have never I been don't, in <laughs> I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't really know. Okay. There, there's at least one, if not two or three. Because at <laughs> one point, because where we live, the only way you could get the pot yeah. was to buy a whole new one. Yeah. And we use ours so much, they were the pots were wearing out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like sometimes it's like literally holes in it. <laughs> yeah. That there have been times that I go to do it and it's been cleaned, it's been put up properly, yeah. and I've put the water in it to get ready. And I look, why is there water leaking out? And I have been scrambling. Yeah. Trying to go in our little town to find a pot. Yeah. Like people are coming over. This yeah. has to be done. Yeah. What is, is going on? Yeah. So well, since we went in that well, no, we'll come back to that. Okay. We'll come back to Just that. Just don't forget. I'll try not to. <laughs> well, I don't know if, if now is the time or not. Since we're talking about it, I'll go ahead and say okay. it. Okay, let's do it. All right, so we have this cooking rig. It's a, I don't know what you technically call it. I don't care what you really call it. it they started out as turkey fryers. Okay. So you use, use this propane. Mm-hmm. You got this little stand, mm-hmm. and you put your pot on it, bring your oil up to temperature, your pot to boil water, you know, whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some that we, we have smaller pots. We fry fish in sometimes, do it outside. We fry turkeys. We do crawfish boils, uh, shrimp boil, whatever with that. So this um, it really started troubling me yesterday. And this was part of the problem mm-hmm. with it. Uh, one, I'm going to need stupid people to quit doing stupid stuff to, that ends up making things harder on the rest of us. <laughs> So I have been around these propane cookers for 25, 30 years, at least. Uh, I remember my dad got one. We started frying turkeys, and, and that's the way to go. By okay, the, I'm telling you that. By that's the way, like, don't go another way. That, that's the way to go. So the very, uh, the very first one I remember him having wasn't so low to the ground. Okay. Uh, it was about twice the high, oh. height that they are now. Did he make so, it, though? No, no, he bought oh, it. Oh, he bought it. Okay. He bought it. Um. There are no regulators on it whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so you're you're controlling the propane from the propane tank. Okay. Maybe later on he may have changed the hose for that original one, and then he ended up having several, and the the height of them got a little bit smaller because okay. of safety issues. Apparently, people knocking them over or something, and people not knowing what they're doing and blowing up their garages when blah, they blah, put blah. the turkey in the hot <laughs> oil and it flows over or whatever. Google it. There are so. videos. I think maybe at one point he did change out the hose and put a regulator on it. Okay. Uh, and it probably was because the other one was going bad. Does that mean like it regulated? No, it's a little knob that, yeah. So you attach the hose to the propane tank and the other end is attached to the actual fryer part. Okay. And then there's a knob on it that controls how much propane I comes see. through, okay. which is different from the knob on the propane tank. Okay. So that's the first one. Now every turkey fryer rig that we buy or frying rig, whatever we want to call them, has that regulator on it. Okay. Which that was part of the problem yesterday because of how I put it on. I forgot that it was there. So it wasn't letting enough propane get through to, to heat it up. Uh, also now they put these timers on there. <laughs> I don't need a timer. <laughs> so it's a hassle to get the, get it started. Uh, there's one that we have that works a little bit different, but I think I might have to clean out the battery compartment that allows the uh, propane to flow through properly uh, because it, it's been a while since we've used them, so I think the connectors are corroded. I didn't even know there was a battery yeah, in there. Yeah, that one's a little hard to, to get going, but once it gets going, you don't have the same problems. Okay. Uh, so the one I was using yesterday, you cut the gas on from the propane tank. You have to adjust the regulator. Then you've got a little button that you have to hold down. It lets the gas through. You light it. You have to continue to hold the button down for a little while mm-hmm. uh, for it to take. And then you can let go. Only if you have turned the timer all the way, or at least cut it on, to allow the gas. If the timer's not turned on, it doesn't allow any gas to flow. The timer 
only allows gas to come through for 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> you cannot heat up one of these pots in 15 minutes. Definitely not to a boil. That is not enough time. Uh, we did have some wind issues yes. where we live. We're always going to have wind issues. Uh, and I was trying to do some other things. And I'm like, okay, I said, this is what time it is. I need to go back out there and turn the timer to make it. Uh, sometimes I didn't make it out for that. But why do we have to have a timer? It's because some stupid person did something <laughs> stupid and they're making it more difficult for the rest of us. I have never had an explosion. There's been a few times where a little bit has boiled over, mm -hmm. um, but nothing major because I take care of the safety precautions. I don't want to die doing this. It makes <laughs> it a little bit more exciting that there could be danger <laughs> when you're cooking like this. But that was part of the nightmare too because if I didn't get out there in time to adjust that, the propane cuts off yeah. and I've got to go start all over. I mean, it's still going to be warm. It's not, it's going to pick up there, but that process of starting it. And, you know, that thing was on for at least four hours yesterday, if five, maybe five hours. It's not usually that long, is it? No, that's what I'm saying. There are actually some other problems with the flames coming out and it heating up. And yeah. I could tell from uh, the pot when it was over, some of the carbon and stuff on there that's going to be fun to clean off. But, <laughs> you know, I, so, I can probably, I could change out a hose and take off the regulator. I may look for a way to bypass that timer <laughs> uh, because I need more time. You can't be the only person that has thought of that, and I bet you somebody has come up with a solution. Right. You know who would know? My dad. I was just about to say your dad. My, I could probably talk to him. I don't, I don't know if it's worth it. Now, maybe people that don't Worth know what they're talking doing. talking to your dad. No, to go through the hassle of <laughs> oh, that. Because okay. most of the time when we're doing it, I'm out there doing other stuff or we're cooking for a big party or yeah. something with other things outside. So it's not a big deal. But I wanted to set it, let the water heat yeah. up. Because, hey, if the water boils over, what's going to happen? It's going to put out the flame. It's not going to blow up. Right. Uh, so I could get some other things done inside. And that was part of the problem. So that's where some of the frustration led to yesterday. So here's here's my advice and request. Stupid people, quit doing stupid stuff and making it more <laughs> difficult for the rest of us. Aww. Here's the deal, too. Pretty much, and I think we may have said this on a much earlier episode of the Front Porch Sessions podcast, which apparently you can find on Instagram at the Front Porch <laughs> Sessions podcast. Uh, anytime you see a warning label on something, <laughs> it means... A reason it's yes. <laughs> It means somebody probably did that. So. There's the story. Love it. Sort of. I'm glad you love it. It was very frustrating. Yeah, you were not. Very frustrating. I, and I'm actually kind of glad we did it that way. Typically, we try to do it like right, right at your birthday. If we can do it on the day, that's great. But I would have hated for you to have been so oh, that would frustrated have been a nightmare. on your birthday. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So, But it is what it is. and. We're moving on. We're not gonna um, not gonna let it bother me tonight. How about that? I love it. It bothered me that night, but no more. <laughs> it's in the past. We're moving on. All right. All right. So you got anything you wanna wanna say while I take a, a drink of water here? <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I am a little nervous about what's coming. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. Well, you should keep your eyes on your own paper. <laughs> it is Story time. Okay. It's not really story time. It's news time. We're going to report the news. Uh, it seems like the past, not the past, but uh, several episodes of the recent past, we have given animal stories <laughs> one way or the other. And we've even asked for people to send us their animal yes. stories. Uh, when we talked about that, uh, the black bear yep. in Gatlinburg getting yep. in the hot tub, uh, our friend Anthony <laughs> was listening to that uh, on his way back. I think his family, they'd went up yep. there. They were on their way back from Gatlinburg and listened to it. And he sent us a picture of when they <laughs> went to play putt-putt and there's a black bear on the putt-putt course. And it's like, they're definitely active. Yeah, uh, We've got some stories of people having raccoons and possums mm -hmm. come up on their their deck and then their parents started feeding them and <laughs> you know let's not do that people unless you really like those animals because they they're going to keep it. coming um well you're probably right so that's fine if you want them to keep coming i couldn't believe we got a video of it i couldn't believe how large the presumably mom or dad was of i didn't the... see a video of it oh did i not show it you to did you? not you that's told funny. i think you told me she sent okay. you a video but you and didn't then do it there were babies which were probably a little bit more in line with the <clears throat> size i was expecting because they were well, some of those things get big pa no they weren't possums raccoons or possums 
something of those nature. I think they were raccoons because they weren't okay. as ugly as possums. No Ooh. offense to possum mm. lovers, but um, but I couldn't believe how big some of those things Ooh. get big. Yes, yeah. and that would be problematic uh, for me. Like we, it looked like a great big cat. Yeah, like oversized definitely. Cat. We had a story about was it a possum or a raccoon that got in somebody's air vents? So they were like in the ductwork inside oh, the house. Uh, yeah. Mm. Who told us that? That was just recently. It was Heather. She sent you that oh, one of her yes. friends. They had that. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> well, so. and then I had a friend. I went and had got my hair done who was sharing with me a story about this did not happen to her, but uh, it definitely gave her nightmares about one of those mm. monitor lizards. And she showed me the video mm. that her friend had shared with her. And that's the great, it almost looks like a crocodile um, climbing. It had gotten into a grocery store and it climbed the like the what's it called the the shelves well, i don't know what you're talking about i but. watched the video of it and i was just mm. horrified and i asked her I was like who's the idiot that says you know what i'm gonna do for a living i'm gonna go wrangle these things which by the way they're known for it's not so much that their bite hurts but it's the bacteria in their mouth that could potentially i guess kill you or at least uh be really bad so yeah, yeah. I so, uh, it. yeah. Since you brought that up, we'll go ahead and uh, go to it. Since I have Stop that in the news stories, this is one of yours. This is wow. Yes, uh, that's why I think you've been looking through my papers here. Uh, Godzilla, <laughs> aka a giant monitor lizard, stops at a Seven Eleven <gasps> in Thailand, okay. claws its way up the shelves. Did you watch the video? Uh, no, I did not. Oh my! Because word. I, when I saw this, I didn't have time to watch the video. Uh, so I just go back. I went back to print the article, but yeah. I didn't do it. So unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, let's see what it says. It just basically comes into a 7 Eleven in Thailand and <laughs> somebody there and they record it. Uh, it freaked customers out <laughs> as the to? giant lizard, which can grow up to 200 pounds, climbed or clambered and clawed its way on top of a set of shelves stocked mm -hmm. with small boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, this article is trying to make jokes in here because okay. the next thing is like a boss. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, proceeded to sun itself under the fluorescent ceiling lamps as oh. customers uh, yelled and squealed. Okay. Uh, that makes better that. sense because I couldn't figure out why it was going um, to the top. Mm. Like it's literally, it's got a drop ceiling on it and it's, it's mm. just a foot below the drop ceiling. So that makes better sense that it maybe was trying to get close to the light. Yeah, I'm not sure. There were a number of responses. I'm not sure if it was to the video or not. It doesn't really say in here. Oh, wow. Here's one. Don't mind them. It's their first day on the job. <laughs> or uh, Godzilla versus 7-Eleven. Wow. It was. You're going to have to go back and watch the video. Um, My guess is you probably could Google it, like Monitor Lizard, 7-Eleven, oh, yeah. or Thailand, or something. Because I was blown away. The video Here's, that she showed me went on to, like, it was also, like, clips of, I don't know if it was this monitor lizard or another one that they were trying to capture. And it was, again, I'm thinking, who's the crazy person that says, this is what I want to do for a living? Right. I think uh, there were several. Okay. That this was a, the most recent one, and there have been <laughs> other instances here. Here's another uh, comment from somebody commented on the video about the lack of, st of staff on hand to help the customer. <laughs> Uh, well, he's still searching and can't find it. Why is nobody helping him? <laughs> uh, but they did capture the uh, lizard and released it back to the wild. Yeah, so. I did catch that part too. But they were, they're A, fast. They're way faster than I was expecting. Because, I mean, like crocodiles, I know that they can get pretty fast. But this was, it was shimmying and shaking. It was fast. Right. And this particular article doesn't say how big this one actually was. I think the initial one that I saw did say give like a length and oh. maybe a, a guesstimation about its weight That's but huge. Uh, i just went back and found something quickly so it was something else you're gonna have to go see the video well since we're already here with our animal <laughs> stories since you you went there um i got another one for you okay and uh, before we get into this one, and you you made the mistake of coming up to see me in my office <laughs> I made and the i mistake. had a pile of papers there and you decided to move them and you saw the headline I got onto you because this was my stack of surprise podcast stuff. Uh, this is going to be a brief snake story, <laughs> which reminds me of a comment that you had received uh, from somebody mm -hmm. about one of their friends. They had a snake in their house and mm -hmm. they were trying to shoo it out. <laughs> like, shoo, shoo, which made me think about how do snakes hear? Do they have ears or, or do they have oh, that? Or 
Because don't they like I don't know, snakes don't, work? Don't snakes smell with their tongue? Yeah, yeah. Which is weird to me, but again, I'm not a snake, so <laughs> uh, we'll have to look in, into that. So, shoe snakes, shoe. I don't think that's really <laughs> how it works, but. Remember, folks, if we uh, hear about it, we will make fun of you on the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. We just have listeners all over the world. <laughs> You'll have to give us an update on that, too, <clears throat> if you so, know. Like, where are people are listening? Oh, yeah. I haven't looked uh, recently. Oh, okay. With that. So, um, yeah, this one is uh, is in um, Australia, according to a Facebook post. The evil Facebook. Uh, <laughs> according to a post from Snake Catchers, is it Brisbane? Oh. In Gold Coast? Um, I'm not going to get into all these. So uh, let's jump down <gasps> to the good stuff. There's a picture. <laughs> Which is why I just gasped. That's not that actual. That's not the actual oh, just another snake, snake in the in the pitch or in the story here. Um. I'm trying to... Okay, so uh, the snake catcher was called to a property one afternoon after the residents had noticed the bathroom starting to flood during a shower. <laughs> Upon investigating the pipe to locate what was causing the blockage, <laughs> they noticed an eye reflection staring back at them. Yeah. Burn so it down. The, uh, the brief clip here shows uh, the snake catcher pulling a snake out of the floor drain that's situated outside of the couple's shower. Mm -mm. Uh, it's not what I was expecting when <laughs> his clients remarked uh, when the snake was freed. I'm glad it's okay. The Which snake I, is okay? Yeah, that's what he said. So I, I can get this though because sometimes uh, showers, you're, you're in there and you'll start having some water accumulate. Yes. Uh, maybe it's just slow draining. Yeah. Uh, it could be because, you know, maybe it's starting to get clogged. Uh, and that happens sometimes to our <laughs> upstairs shower, uh, you know, with like hair or something getting caught in there yes. and it takes a couple of seconds to fix. Yeah. Other times it could be whatever product you're using, the foam is causing it to, yeah. to go down late. Um, <laughs> but I have never, you know, pulled up the little drain <laughs> cover. Actually, I've never, I don't know that I've ever actually looked in there before <laughs> I've done it. I've. We've got a couple of different snake type things. Not the animal <laughs> Not, snake. No, no, clog remover okay. type things that I can put put down there and and pull up the hair or whatever is doing it. Um, maybe I will start looking next time that happens. <laughs> but that would kind of freak me out to look in there to see. Well, can I see what's clog? And I don't think this was actually in the drain pan for the shower. It sounds like it was something outside of the shower with that. Um, it says floor drain. I am thoroughly so freaked out. Even with our floor drain that's in the basement that sometimes we have to do, I've never looked in there. So <laughs> maybe I will next time. But I guarantee you, if I see some eyeballs staring back at me, you're going to probably hear about that <laughs> because it will, the startleness factor of it. Is that a word? I don't know, so, but no one will have to wait for the podcast. They will have heard you. Is that, that what I'm hearing? Maybe. And I'm not necessarily afraid of snakes. It's no, the but, surprise of Oh, it. yes. It's An like, eyeball? No. Yes. Kind of mm -hmm. like we had to have some uh, HVAC work done, and the guy came and took the cover <laughs> off of the air conditioning unit, and he screams and jumps back, and it was just snake skin <laughs> in there. So a snake had shed its skin in there, but he was So it is was there a snake in our duct system? No, there is not. Are you sure? I am positive. You're saying that with yeah. great authority. No, any of that type of stuff has been remedied. So uh, the snake was identified <laughs> as a coastal carpet python. What? And reportedly measured around 6.6 .6 feet. Mm -mm. A six and a half foot snake mm -mm. in That's your taller drain. Than you. Yes, it is. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. Yeah, they're almost these carpet pythons reportedly live almost anywhere in Australia except Tanzania. Oh, <laughs> which isn't this. Um, their exact population currently unknown, but there's enough carpet pythons in the area for local local government to list it as a minimal concern <laughs> under their con con conservation act. I was uh, trying to jump up. Female carpet pythons have been observed to lay up to 20 <gasps> eggs at a time. In adulthood, these non-venomous snakes, does that make you feel nope. better? Nope. It's non-venomous? Nope. nope. Uh, they can reach a length of 13.1 of feet. Oh! 
They have olive <laughs> to brown skin. <laughs> they have olive to brown skin that helps it camouflage itself in the wild. Ugh. Nope. Uh, according to SeaWorld, carpet pythons can live for more than 20 years. Uh, carpet pythons and several other species of snakes are found in drains, constru- construction sites, and structures each year. Uh, so you <laughs> recommend mm-hmm. that you put, it's recommended you put galvanized screens over drains to prevent <laughs> unwanted visits from snakes. <laughs> or do you, do you ever want to visit from a snake in your drain? I don't. So, I yeah, I just, it's a clogged drain and uh-huh. it's clogged by a snake. You know, the next time, and from time to time, it maybe happens every few years. Like we just need to get our drains uh, cleaned out because we're old house. So roots are sometimes an issue. And yes. oh my word, you know, I'm going to completely flip out next time. It is, but is it not a little bit comical that you, most of the time you use a snake <laughs> to try to unclog your drain and then oh. a what snake was the snake thing that did it. Cat like kind of like pulled up a snake. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know. That would be freaky. I will tell you that. I'm just glad to know you're you're human enough to realize that is gonna be a little off putting. It is going to be a little bit off putting uh there. So <laughs> you got to quit looking at my nose. I'm not looking. Okay, at your here's notes. the thing. I, that, no, listen. No, no, no. I was squealing because I accidentally sucked too hard on my straw and it made a noise. And I thought, oh, you're gonna get on to me for oh. making noise on the mic. Okay, that's why I made the face. That's why I made the noise. So your secret, your paper over there, is safe. Well, it's because I was trying to get it organized in the way I was holding it up. I thought you saw the headline. No, you're not Cooper no, and let me playing finish. cards. <laughs> so I was just about to say, if you're going to keep doing that and making those faces, we're going to have to start video recording. We're going to have to start recording this differently mm. and posting it because that, you know, I think people would get a kick out of our reactions that they can't see <laughs> and the other things that are going on mm. uh, in the background. So this one is uh, still an animal stories. Okay. We may be becoming the Animal Story oh. Podcast. We've, we've, uh, you know, for a while we were a technology podcast. <laughs> uh, and now here we are. I don't know which one of these I really want to read, but the headline from this one, the angriest octopus lashes out at a tourist on How an Australian they, beach. How do they qualify that? Oh, the other one, the other one might be better. Geologist beaten up by angriest octopus on beach. Angriest. It's angriest is in quotes here. Is it the maybe the name of the <clears throat> octopus or something? Because um, no. that's a weird. <laughs> um, let's see what's going up. In a widely shared video, a lunging octopus in Australia earned a mild response from a man being targeted by an arm. Uh, oh golly, is what he said. <laughs> Holding both, his two, G. holding both his two-year-old daughter and a phone that was set to record uh, this geologist. Is that what it is? Yes. Um, saw an octopus and a seagull sizing each other up. <laughs> uh, then thwack, thwack, thwack. How, do you, how would you say that word? You have to point <clears throat> to it. because Right uh, there. Thwack. Okay. So what she I said. I know that from old school <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I just never have actually said it out loud before. Uh, if you ever have occasion to see an octopus lurch towards you, constricting for a brief moment before unfurling its deceptively long arms in a sudden snap, your, reac- your reaction might be stronger than that of Mr. Carlson, <laughs> Carlson who was on vacation with his wife and daughter. Uh, oh, golly, <laughs> he said with a little apparent uh, panic at the near miss. He regretted that subdued reaction, he said in an interview, as he, uh, as soon as he posted a video of the octopus on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it sounds so cheesy, almost British, they were saying. <laughs> Is he making uh, a correlation to British and cheesy? I don't really know. It doesn't really go in. I think, no, that is what he said. It wasn't somebody else. Um Lightly amused by the interaction, but ultimately unfazed, Mr. Carlson, a 34-year-old geologist, returned to his wife and set up a tent before putting on his goggles and returning to the water about 20 minutes later. Nope. About 30 meters out, he noticed a pile of crab shells piled neatly together. He dove underwater to take a look, and he remembered a documentary that he had watched in which he learned octopuses tend to pile up crab shells. Aren't they octopi? 
And this says octopuses. I don't know. <laughs> and then thwack, whipped right across the arm. Oh. Thwack again. <laughs> this one got him on the neck and down the upper back. The water became murky. His glasses fogged up. He was in a state of shock, but made his way back to the beach. He believed he had been smacked by the octopus. <laughs> this octopus was after him, man. I <laughs> uh, said the pain wasn't too bad. The whipping sensation felt like a wet towel. <laughs> well, there's the thwack. And he has experienced worse stings from blue bottle jellyfish. What is wrong with this person? <laughs> I don't know. And by the way, are you catching? He's a geologist. It's not like he is this marine biologist who's supposed to be in the water. A geologist, meaning he is study, supposed to study rocks. He's supposed to study the earth. It's not... Ugh. He's yeah. old enough to know better. I think so. Um, so still, he thought it was best to pack up the tent and return <laughs> to their resort. There we go. To monitor the lash, which left clearly visible red marks, trying to make sure that it wasn't getting worse. Okay. As a volunteer, as a volunteer lifeguard for many years, he would normally suggest the sting be treated with vinegar. But since there wasn't any available at the resort, they were forced to improvise with another acidic substance. Uh-uh. He stood in the bath while his wife poured soda oh, down his back. I thought it was going to be that they were going to pee on him. They yeah. say for jellyfish stings, yeah. if you can't don't have the other stuff, pee on the person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, I've never been stung by jellyfish, <laughs> but here, so they basically poured uh, soda. And can I call baloney that resort? If they had a restaurant, they had vinegar. They what? lied to him. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I'm calling it. You could also say if they had a maintenance department, they probably had vinegar. Vinegar can be used for cooking. It can be used for cleaning. So maybe they were just out. Maybe they had used it all. <laughs> uh, maybe they thought he deserved to be whipped by this He octopus. says the stinging sensation went away almost instantly. Um, somebody that researches octopuses at the University of Oregon suggested that he may have coincidentally been struck by one of many stinging tentacle jellyfish that are abundant in Australian waters. Uh, octopuses, she said in an email, do not have venom in their suckers, and any venom they do have in their bites, not in their arms, would not have been alleviated by pouring something acidic over it. So um, maybe good that he didn't have the vinegar. The animals, which are usually solitary, have been captured on video winding up and punching fish, however. Um, let's see what else we have in here. Uh, somebody else that studies cognitive neuroscience uh, <laughs> who studies octopus cognition. What? So people actually study this in, in octopuses okay. or octopi, as you want to call them said they can express what we would call aggression when they feel threatened or okay. when they feel their territory is under threat. Okay. Okay, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw this seagull and this octopus get into it, and now you've <laughs> gone back to investigate. Uh, my guess is the octopus here is sending a warning, uh, meaning back off, that sure. this uh, professor said after watching the video. Octopuses will lunge and shoot an arm out when they feel a fish. Another octopus or human is in their space. Which makes sense. Yeah, we yeah. often do the same things. Sure. I think it's often preemptive aggression meant to signal, don't mess with me, <laughs> rather than aggression seriously meant to harm the invader. Uh, this professor also suggested the whipping might have been playful. Oh. <laughs> it may have been, been playful. I'd rather not find out. Um, I'm wondering if it was aggression, because basically this guy wound up at the octopus at, at, at the dinner table. And basically, I mean, think about how hangry people get and, and, and you realize somebody's around here that may just take my food. So I think that could, uh, may, mm, yeah. Angriest though. I still have a lot of questions about that classification. Well, and the guy that got in the fight with the octopus here. Got in the fight. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> making that point Did he get a up. punch in? No, it doesn't say that he oh. did. He got lashed by the octopus. <laughs> Um, he doesn't want this story to be used to sow fear of octopuses, though. He plans to go back to the same beach and swim in the same water. He said, I'm a little bit nervous octopuses are potentially being given a negative connotation. <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> People should give some love to these beautiful creatures and not treat them with disdain. 
I tell you what, if I go out there and I get attacked by an octopus, well, we have a lot of problems, but um, yeah, I, we're going to treat them with disdain. <laughs> but also, maybe don't invade the octopus's territory. Go back looking for it. Yeah, that's what you I put your two year old child down. <laughs> that's what I can't tell from this brief story. Did he actually go back looking for it? Or did he just, no, I don't think he actually went looking for oh. it, but he goes out, sounds like he's kind of like sn going snorkeling. Mm -hmm. He sees this pile of crab shells, so he goes to investigate that. But while he's investigating that, <laughs> he remembers watching a documentary about octopuses piling up crab shells. So maybe that's your sign. Mm -hmm. So on this episode of When Octopuses Attack. <laughs> So those are my animal stories for the day. Remember, don't have an animal as a pet that can take you. <laughs> or beat you up, which seems a little bit more appropriate here. I and, don't know. And the thing that gets me from that story of your reaction, particularly in the beginning, was you were more concerned, how do they know this is the angriest octopus in that particular It bothers ocean? me, yeah. Because maybe it isn't. Maybe his brother is the angriest. That's what you were concerned about, <laughs> yes. not that this guy got lashed out by an octopus. Well, I figured he lived, or else it wouldn't have been quite the cutesy... I may have not shared... No, I may have shared it if he had died. Oh. To warn people about octopus attacks. This may, this may To me, this is the first time I've ever heard of an octopus attacking somebody. I, yeah, I think for me too, but I also, anything to do with the ocean as far as like predatory behavior scares me. Like every time it scares right. me. Anything to do with sharks, uh, definitely. Um, Which I saw this. something the other day oh, about some sort of fish that looks kind of like a shark and it's saying that when these things uh, wash up onto the shore mm -hmm. or they get maybe they come in with the tide and they're stuck there, that it may act, may not be sharks. It may be this other type of fish. Okay. So maybe your fears are not, you know, when they're like, oh, shark found on the beach. And these little baby, what they call baby sharks. <laughs> maybe they're not really sharks. So you have nothing to be afraid of. Um. Yes, Jaws. But we have I also, <laughs> you know, been, you know, standing there on the, the dock. Is that what you would call that? I guess. Or pier. The pier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pier looking down, and those are absolutely sharks. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, close. those didn't freak me out. Well, we're also like 20, 30 feet up. Yeah. But what about the people trying to catch them that are fishing off of the pier? I just thought they were stupid. It did okay. not. Because I think there was really not the, there wasn't the da-da-da-da music going, <laughs> okay. maybe. I don't know. So next time that we are nope. at the ocean and Leave on the pier, alone. I need to download no. the theme to Jaws. Oh, no. It would be the worst vacation of your life. I will make sure of it. I challenge accepted. <laughs> the worst, really? The, the angriest. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. So there we go. Good times. Some good animal stories. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, crazy yeah, people. Good times. Good times indeed. Do you got anything else you want to want to talk about? Uh, no, we've kind of covered a lot of great stuff we, today. We have. For sitting down with no real plans, we have done well. <laughs> I also am going to need you. And by the way, if you're listening before we get to this and you have suggestions uh, about what we should correct or uh, podcast description too, <laughs> and that's not really the right word description, but you have to choose categories. Yeah. And somehow our podcast host changed ours. And that's why you got the last episode being on technology, which we have received some feedback about that using technology, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, and coming up, in the next handful of episodes, we're going to go back and revisit and have part two of the technology discussion because we didn't get through everything that we wanted to get to. Uh, we've had some comments that we yeah. want to address uh, on the show. So if there's something that you really think, I can't believe they didn't bring this up. So Heather brought, uh, she contacted me with a couple of ideas and, oh yeah, I can't believe we didn't bring that up. So oh, well, I look forward to hearing from, yeah. about those because yeah. you haven't told me those. Yes, I have. <laughs> no, you just told me that. Oh, okay. So there was one. Yeah. There was one that you told me. I thought there were a bunch. <laughs> so, yes. That... You've given both of us a whole lot of credit. <laughs> Heather and I, I mean, not me and you. <laughs> right. Well, mom bring. I'll, g I'll give you that. <laughs> right. You Something use like it. that, yes. Okay. So maybe I have that too sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have that, that's going to be, I'm just going to throw this out there, probably like three or four episodes down the road. Okay. And it may be earlier. Who knows how <laughs> things roll with us. This is a random ramblings. Random. Uh, but we do need to sit down and get that corrected because we are not a technology podcast. No. 
this is probably the front porch sessions is about helping you become the best version of yourself. Oh my. Uh, through listening to us and learning to laugh at yourself and not take things so seriously. We're probably more comedy, but I don't really want to be comedy. We're just random ramblings of two two people sitting around, drinking a cup of coffee, talking. But we are sharing not, stories. we don't just randomly get to pick something like, we don't just randomly come up with a word. We don't pull out a thesaurus and pick something. Like it gives no, us options. Yes. And that was sort of the problem. Like it's you limiting. ran through the options and there were a decent amount, but none of them quite encapsulated what we're doing here. No, they don't. We're which trying is, to do which here. Which the problem, so. So give us some feedback. What should that be? <laughs> yeah, I think originally I had chosen something related to comedy. Or family? Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I think somewhere in there, one of them for one of the podcatchers, mm-hmm. it is uh, self-help. Oh, okay. But a broad category because we haven't done this in a while. And we, we have some plans, and I haven't shared those with you to get back on track, <laughs> but with some of the thoughts on type sure, things sure. to be able to help people in life, to be help, to help them in their professions. And help is maybe not the right word there. We're giving you advice, things that have worked for us mm-hmm. or things that you should do because we think they'll work for you. Mm-hmm. Not that we're necessarily experts. <laughs> we're just taking things that we've seen work or we've tried to work and, and help with that. So, you know, but Apple, I think, only lists the first one. Oh, it doesn't list the other categories or the subcategories. Yeah. But So we need to get that changed. We should. Yep. You need to get on that. Oh, you need to learn how to do that. I should. I learned very so. little. And some sometimes I think you feel like that's intentional. And if it is, it's completely subliminal. Like I'm not doing it on purpose on purpose, but <laughs> I kind of think you like showing up once a week, hitting record and talking. And I don't even hit record. And you do just, that. <laughs> and just having nothing to do with the, the post. Hmm. Or the the editing or getting Gosh. things or the sound or you whatever. Got a terrible co host. She sounds I like know. a piece of work. I know. Sometimes <laughs> you do some pre planning, some pre production, mm-hmm. which maybe it's just finding a question, which sometimes <laughs> you're like, I'll ask you before we sit down if you have a question. Because yeah. it's and originally it wasn't <laughs> originally though we didn't know that, that was gonna be an every week type yeah. thing and it's kind of become the expectation. Normally you say something along the lines, I will. Yeah. Or I'm looking. Even at, if we I'm are, looking for one now, so we've even as we started. As we are literally sitting down. Yeah, because yeah. I thought at one point you had a stockpile of questions. Maybe we've ran through those. No, I do. I do. I'm just usually when I say I will, it means I'm looking at my list and picking which okay. one I'm going to do. Not that you're online searching. No, no. Using your favorite search engine, whatever that may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. So good times, yeah. good times. We also had an interesting discussion earlier today, which maybe we should talk about on the podcast at okay. some point in the future. Are you going to remember it? Um, I will. Oh, I'll make a note about it, okay. which reminds me about something that we should talk about maybe on the next technology episode okay. or just in general, because it applies to both. Okay. So as we prepare to uh, to leave this episode, mm-hmm. the dreaded question for you <laughs> What's new with you? Uh, it's probably what's new with you, too. We uh-uh. we had our first experience with a middle school track meet. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but yes. Yeah. It was uh, is, it was mm. an experience. It was long. We were not I was prepared. there for four and a half hours yes. at least. Yes. and Actually, and a little bit longer than that. You have not let any of us forget. <laughs> we have several students that... Uh, we have that run track or participate in track in some way. And we have totally given them like put them through the ringer. Like, why did you not tell us this? And they've all snickered. I don't know why they thought that was so funny. Right. I did tell one of them that I was mad at them. And they're like, <laughs> what, what, huh? What, why? I'm like, yeah, you have no reason to have known this because I, <laughs> I hadn't brought it up, but you didn't tell me how long middle school track <laughs> meets were in this particular, um, student athlete is a thrower Mm -hmm. and she just started laughing and she's like, yeah, middle school track meets because they, for most of them, they get to try everything yeah, or they can sign up for whatever they want to do. And and that adds to the length. She's, she did go on to say that just track meets are long anyway, because of all the running events, all the, the field events and doing those type of things. But yeah, there was a lot of, uh, standing around yeah. and the hurry up and wait and we figured like out that. why he enjoys the sport 
because the because there's a lot around. of wait time and yeah. they can be social. He's such a social being, and so this was we we were literally sitting in the stands waiting on the running stuff to start, and we're looking at all of the teammates on the field talking, laughing, having a great time, and I'm like, oh, this is why he enjoys this. This is why he is going to stick with this sport. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he's good or bad. Um, he's uh, going think, to stick with it. Yeah, I think. Uh, Two thirds of the events he did, he did very well in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, he did okayish in. I think for him, he did well because yeah. he, after the running event was over, the the two hundred hurdles, he's like, "That's the first time I've ever done that. That's the first time I've ever jumped over more than one hurdle at a time." I don't remember what like, your what? response was. Yeah, that was pretty much my response. Excuse me, huh? So yeah, yeah. but it was uh, it was an experience. It was an experience, and we get to experience it again this week. Several. Several more times we get to do that <laughs> with some of those. But now we know what to expect. Now we know what to expect. Uh, we know Snacks, kind of what to take. blankets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the student I was talking to was giving me all kinds of, of tips and things that she normally takes or did take about, you know, a blanket. Mm -hmm. Actually, two blankets. One in case the ground's wet, so the underside of the blanket okay. was, was like a plastic thing to sit mm -hmm. on. Then maybe a blanket if you needed to cover up. She would also take a pillow if she needed to take a nap. <laughs> Uh, can't imagine lawn chair snacks okay you know those type of things okay. so i'll be a little bit more prepared <laughs> for that because i really only expected a couple hours oh yeah yeah not never not what it was so, never you know it is what it is yep and, and you live and learn and you know you you and the girl child got to leave a little bit early i said yeah. i'll stick around and till he's till it's all the way over but yeah and we were able to get home fed showered and in bed before you and he got home and wow and it was i'm trying to think maybe there was about a 45 minute lag time between the two but it was yeah it was an experience so what's new with you what's new with me this past week there was an occasion that you said i'm driving separately for lunch mm -hmm. and um I, I went back to my office and I couldn't understand why you were mad at me. I don't know what I had done. Okay. And um, I figured out that it was nothing. No, it wasn't me. I, I was trying to play it up. I was expecting a different reaction I, from you. I you let me down. You I'm, let me down. I had no idea what was happening. So, no, now I am mad there, at you. <laughs> there was one day that you're like, uh, because since we're not going to the gym. Yeah. Which I don't know if that will ever come back. We're found alternative ways if we don't actually go back to the gym. But so we come home for lunch. Most of the days we just come together. Mm -hmm. uh, occasionally not. But this particular day you said, I need to drive because I'm just going to get something real quick and come back. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. So after you left, uh, I didn't get to completely finish. But I started restarted King of the Hill oh, in the series. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had got through most of the pilot before I had needed to be back on campus for a meeting. If I didn't have that meeting, I would have uh, finished it. Okay. Because there was only like eight minutes left and I would have been fine being back a little late. Uh so yeah, that's that's fine. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I'll keep watching it by myself. So the other day you went to get your hair cut, so I was uh, home for lunch and I finished a different series. I was looking at or watching so i don't know if it's something that i'll watch with you or watch with the kids but yeah uh yeah that was pretty neat to to go back because i don't it's been years and years yeah. since we've watched king of the hill and to see the pilot and to see the drawing and how it's evolved how the voices have evolved the characters evolved was mm -hmm. really neat yeah with that, uh, we have a picture somewhere mm -hmm. of the boy child is just a couple of months old. Mm -hmm. We're both laying in the floor mm -hmm. watching King of the Hill. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that that's fine. Good times. So be able to do that. So I think that's that's basically what's new with me. Okay. So that sounds very exciting. <laughs> it it kind of is. It kind of is. <laughs> at least in my world. So. Okay. Bobby. Well, you know, Hank sells propane and propane accessories. All right. Maybe I should call Hank Hill to help me with my propane accessory. You know that Hank rig. Hill's not real. I bet there's somebody out there named Hank Hill. There probably is. Who probably and sells maybe, propane and propane accessories. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. So anyway, that's that's where it is. So. Okay. Well, anything you want to add before we skedaddle off of this particular recording sure. and work at lunch? Sure. Um, I'll just throw one more thing out that by the time this episode drops, someone at this table and on this porch will have had a birthday. So okay. early, late, happy birthday to you. 
and uh, hopefully we can make it all worth your while. Well, that remains to be seen. We shall see. <laughs> yes, you should. Uh, you should get on that. <laughs> You've laid down a challenge. Will you accept your own challenge? I I will. I've got all the things I need to make this birthday a great one. Oh, I'm as ready as I can be. All right, you are almost. You are ah, <laughs> meaning like I've truth. got it. Like I'm gonna make a carrot I mean, cake. You're really... It's your aunt's recipe, and so until that's actually made and I've not thrown it away, wink, wink, um, then we're good to okay. go. Okay, you're you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. You're building this one up to be big. I'm okay. Okay, I got it. Well, we will report back later. Okay, and see how you. <laughs> if have I done. really do have it. Yes, yes, we will. Okay. So well. Until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya. Mm-hmm.